Hey everybody, this is Dave Stelzel and it's time for the Vendor to Advisor podcast. And I am up in New Jersey this week doing a live lunch and learn meeting and I'm posting this late because I wanted to wait for the results of the event. So of course, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know I love doing lunch and learn, something I encourage everybody to do. And so I just wanted to spend five minutes here and walk through the important things you need to do if you're doing lunch and learns. And I hope everybody's doing them. I think pretty much everybody does these and I think pretty much I ask anybody who is doing them they usually tell me they don't really get anything out of it but they still do them so i don't know why they continue to do them but they do them and uh and i have been running at a hundred percent conversion rate now for about almost two years and the sponsoring company up here today just sent me an email or left me a voicemail and said they just finished their account and sure enough all the companies they invited to convert converted today in the lunch and learn. So how did they do that? You know, it wasn't just me. It was a joint effort. It was it was the team because it requires everybody be on board with the message and the process in order to make it all work. And if you're going to do a lunch and learn, you want the whole team on board. You want everybody to know how it all works so you can all work together as a team to make it happen. And it starts not on the day of the lunch and learn. In fact, today was the easy day. Today was the day where all I have to do is give a message that I've already crafted, a message that has existed for about 20 years from when I was out selling security years and years ago. It's been perfected since then, but it's the same message. And it's predictable. It's a predictable conversion tool. So if you've never been through the Security Sales Mastery Training Program, that's where you get that message. That's where you learn it. And it works. It continues to work. But it's a team effort to get this thing together. And the real results start happening about eight weeks before the event happens. So if you're doing a lunch and learn and you're thinking, hey, let's do one of these two or three weeks out from now, that will not work. And you don't want to plan too early either. But eight weeks is about right. And what is that? What happens in those eight weeks? Well, here's a quick rundown if you want to do a high conversion lunch and learn program. So first of all, you got to have the right audience. And in order to get the right audience, you really need to be building your list all the time. We don't have time to go into all the things that make up a good list, but it's not a bought list. Bought lists are really, really hard to work. I mean, you better have thousands and thousands of names if you're going to if you're going to market this to a bought list because the bought list doesn't know who you are and they're not going to come to your live lunch and learn event without I don't without some real encouragement to do so uh, maybe you could pay them to come i don't know but marketing to a cold list is you might as well you might as well not market it but building a list has to happen actually further out than eight weeks and so i encourage people to always be building your list and think of a lunch and learn as a retargeting campaign a campaign that goes out to people who are on your list but of course if your list is stale and you haven't contacted your list in months or even years which is the case for many people it's not going to work either so about eight weeks out, we've got our list, we've been building it, we've got new names on it, we've been nurturing those names with periodic emails, periodic meaning even weekly, even twice a week. And I know that might seem like a lot, but the truth is you want people who don't like what you're saying to disconnect from you, unsubscribe, and leave. <laughs> and you want people who are interested in your messaging and feel like you've got something important to say to stay with you because those are the people who are going to want to come to your event. Now, about eight weeks out, you want to start parsing that list and, and thinking, here's my hot leads. And you want to be looking at your LinkedIn list and extracting out of that list people that you want to go after that may not have converted to your CRM database through any means. By the way, there should be a conversion process. 
happening between LinkedIn and your CRM database. Usually that comes in the form of some kind of lead magnet landing page where someone from LinkedIn wants something that you offer them through an in-mail message, converts to by filling out a web form and gets into your Infusionsoft or uh, ConnectWise or whatever database you're using. And hopefully you're using something that was built for marketing, for email marketing or something. Now, after you've parsed your list, then you're starting to put together your letters and emails. And I did say letters, I mean hard copy letters. If you wanna reach business level people, decision makers, email is likely gonna get lost. So I really encourage people to send out hard copy mail, but also to send out email along with that hard copy mail. So you've got a series of letters going out. We usually recommend three of those letters go out. So about six weeks ahead of time, you're rewriting, restructuring, or for the first time writing, or using our success marketing kit that has pre-written letters in it and modifying those letters, but you need letters. And those letters need to appeal to business people. So you need to be thinking about your market. If you want CIOs, because you call on larger companies to come to this thing, those letters better have a compelling CIO message in them. If they're small business people like CPAs and lawyers and doctors and other kinds of small businesses, what, let's see, we had someone who owned a baker company. We had someone who owned a staffing company. We had a, a couple of guys that are in a, partners in a law firm. We had a CPA there. Um, you know, I, I met a bunch of different people from different kinds of industries. And I, 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 there was a guy there that sells copy machines. There was a banker there. Okay, so different types of people in the event from different small businesses are there to get a message. And so my letter needs to appeal to those people. And remember, those people don't really care about your technology offerings and your you know, product lines and all that stuff. So if you're thinking, hey, one of our channel managers wants to speak at this event and they'll sponsor it if they can get a speaking slot, tell them, forget it. Because your CPA does not want to hear your firewall channel manager talk about his latest product set. Doesn't want to hear that. They probably want to hear one session. They want to come in around 1130. They want to hear an hour-long message, probably from 12 to, to 1, and then a couple of minutes to wrap up, ask questions, and so forth, and leave. Get back to the office by 1.30. And that is a good lunch and learn. If you're doing it at breakfast time, be thinking the same thing. We're going to kick this thing off at 7. Uh, our speaker is going to start at, say, 7.15, go for an hour. And then we've got, you know, 15, 20, up to 30 minutes of wind down of people kind of trickling out. And that's it. It only takes that long to convert an audience if you've got the right message. So six weeks out, I'm getting the letters together, and I'm also getting a series of emails that are going to go out in parallel to those letters. I'm lining up people who are going to do cold calling for me to get people to come to that event. So I've got three things happening there. And I also probably want a landing page, something with a compelling message that people can sign up through. Now, probably a lot of people won't sign up through that landing page. It might be the people who make the phone calls use that page to sign people up. But you do want something you can send out to people that's easy for them to go to. And if they do choose to sign up, it's simple to fill out. It's a name, it's an email address and you know maybe a phone number so that you can get in touch with them if you need to although you can always look people's phone up phone number up if you have their business email and can go to their website so that that's your campaign now about 4 weeks before you do your actual event you're going to want to make sure and actually let me go drop back to 6 weeks 
even eight weeks. If you want to have a good venue, which you do, then you need to get that thing scheduled and get it on the books. Now, a couple of things on venue. Venue is important. I would not hold this thing in your office unless you have an amazing office because you want business leaders there and you want to impress those business leaders. If you're doing this thing at lunchtime, great venues include places like Morton's and uh, Ruth's Chris. We did ours at Ruth's Chris today. Those are really good venues because they will frequently give you the room for free with the audio video stuff. In, 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 in other words, they'll give you the screen. You need to probably have the, the projector. Uh, but actually, today we used a, a panel screen. So all I had to do was plug in HDMI, and it was provided as part of the room. So the whole room was free as long as you paid X dollars per person for their meal. And that meal is going to range from you know 30 to $50 a head, depending on who's doing the meal. I think Ruth's Chris ran about 50 bucks a head. But there was no fee for those people who didn't show up. Now, actually, we only had one person not show up. And attrition is another thing you want to watch out for, but we're not going to cover that here today. So you've got your venue, and I recommend one of those places. I was recently talking to a guy who said that he – try to use another restaurant they wanted ten thousand dollars for their room well don't do that unless there's a good reason to because you don't need a ten thousand dollar room it will not add to your conversion nice steakhouse will do it if you belong to a country club if you belong belong to some other kind of you know city club capital club you know whatever it is uh, those kinds of venues tend to work well too if you've got a membership they tend to have nice rooms and it may be that they just charge you for the meal when you do that. So anyway, check into your options there. You want a nice place to go and you want parking to be easy and you want it to be within an hour or less and hopefully less of the audience that you're going to invite to this thing. So you've got your venue, you've got your letters, you've got your emails, you've got your callers set up and they understand what the message is that they're supposed to be giving to the people that they're targeting. Now you're going to launch that campaign about four weeks before the actual meeting takes place. And you're going to send those letters out probably one per week and you're going to send out the emails in between the letters noting the letter in the email and of course including a link to the landing page in all of the communications that go out as well as equipping your calling people with that link so when they're on the phone with somebody and they can't remember receiving the letter or the email you can send them a pdf version of the letter and you can send them a link to the landing page now the last four weeks are the heart court press this is where it really happens. This is where people really have to work. And it's also the place where a lot of people fall down on the job. And when they get to the actual event, they look back and they go, wow, you know, I wish we had more people here because we converted everybody who was here. So my client here today who hosted this event did an excellent job of building the audience to the size that he needed it to be, which was about 30 people. I have been to events where they were hoping to have 30 people, but nobody ever got around to making the phone calls, and so they ended up with 15 people. They converted all 15, and then they went back and said, wow, I wish we had gotten the 30, because this is a whole lot easier than trying to get individual sales calls. It's a whole lot more interesting. The conversion process is a whole lot faster, and so using this as a primary means of driving business is a key success factor if you're trying to grow a business in a market where it's hard to get meetings, which is pretty much any market right now. If you're in any kind of technology services type business, it's just hard to get new meetings with anybody who's actually going to make a decision. So over those four weeks, you're sending out letters, you're sending out emails, you're making phone calls, and you are trying to get a hold of 
everybody on your list, however many you're trying to get a hold of. And if you want to think in terms of converting somewhere between 5 and 10% of your list to the meeting, that's a good metric. So if you're looking for 30 people to, the, to attend this event, you probably need between three and 600 names on your list that you're marketing to. Of course, more names is going to be better. And, and, and the more you've nurtured that list, the better that list is, the easier it is to get those right people to this event. Now, when they get to the event, it's time to convert. And so you need somebody from your organization at each table that has people in it, which means you're looking for individual tables that have you know, six to eight people at them, including your representative who understands the process. And the process is pretty simple. Your, your speaker is going to deliver a compelling message that leads your audience down the security path or down some urgent path. Now, we, I always use security for these. People have asked me to do lunch and learns around other technology areas, and I have said no. And it's not because I couldn't speak in another technology area. It's because I know there's nothing urgent about cloud or storage or IP telephony. And these are all areas that people have asked me to speak at at Lunch and Learns. But I'm here to convert. I'm not here as just an educational speaker to teach people about the the interesting things about the cloud, how to create efficiencies or save money or whatever it is you do when you use the cloud. Those are all great benefits, but they're not compelling enough to get somebody in a room to actually make a conversion decision. And so when we do a lunch and learn like this and we've invested the time and the money and all the things that I just mentioned, it's quite expensive to do one of these events. It's not, it's not simple. It takes money. It takes time. It takes people. But the conversion rate is so high, it's worth doing a few of these every year. I would think in terms of doing two, three, or four of these events, depending on how much uh, of the process you can just get going and get it going smoothly so that you can generate these things rather quickly. And, of course, once you have a process to build your list and be refreshing your list on a regular basis, meaning you're doing something that brings in new names all the time every month, and I would think in terms of, you know, 100 or 200 new names on your list every single month. If you're doing that, then you can see that over a quarter, you've added three to 600 names to your CRM database, which is a perfect size list to retarget with a lunch and learn type event, plus all the other people that are still on your list who have never attended one of your events. So this is this makes a perfect model for, say, a quarterly type event. And then when your speaker delivers that message, the, the, there's only one goal in mind, and that is to convert this audience to an assessment, to something that is easy for your audience to sign up for. It's complimentary. You cannot charge this audience anything. They, won't, they will not pull their wallet out and buy anything in this event. I can, I can tell you your conversion rate will go down to zero if you think you're going to give them a discount on something or apply their purchase to a future project. A new audience will never, never do that. You've got to do an assessment. You need to put value on that assessment. It needs to sound like something that should cost money, and it should cost money. It shouldn't be dumbed down. You should think of this as replacing a very expensive sales process. If you think about your sales team going into a new account, making initial calls and you know explaining what the company does and then having follow-up meetings to identify opportunities and then going through the quoting process and you know you move into this three six nine month sales cycle it's very expensive in terms of the overhead cost or the burden cost of that sales effort it's very expensive put a, a few meals in there and some miles on the car and all that sort of thing and you end up with a costly sales process so is it worth it to trade that for a simple, quick, 
complementary assessment it is. It's absolutely a good trade-off. And if those assessments convert at a high rate, then it makes sense to do them all day long. And if they're not converting, there's something wrong because most security assessments, most risk assessments do show urgent issues. And so if your clients are not moving forward to remediate, then something is disconnecting between them signing up to have that assessment done and what it is that you're delivering to them. Either you're not finding the urgent things, you're not delivering it in a compelling way, or you've got the wrong people, the wrong audience. One of those things has to be true, otherwise they would convert. So this is what creates a high conversion. This is what the team did here today in New Jersey to get this audience together over the last two months. Did an excellent job, got them there. We gave them a one hour educational message. And the, and the most exciting part of this event was at the end as these people are signing up and they're leaving and they're thanking their host, their sponsors, and they are grateful that they were included in this event, which is really just a sales call. And it's so exciting to see prospects leaving with big smiles on their face, enthusiastic, excited about what you shared, and just uh, outwardly grateful that they were included. And you will never see that in a sales call. You'll never see a, a group of people in their own conference room as you're leaving just so grateful that you came by to share stuff about your company. It just doesn't happen. It's not that interesting. But an event like this, people leave excited. They, get, they leave ready for action. And they are ready for you to come on site and show them what they need to be doing to build a more secure environment, which is going to lead to all kinds of business for you if you take the next few steps and do it the right way. So again, this is Dave Stelzel, and Lunch and Learns is a quick way to do it. If you want to learn more about this, you can go to my website at www.stelzel.us and look under the event marketing programs where we've got information about these kinds of events and how to do them and materials to help you build your own. And of course, you can contact us through our website, through our contact page if you have any other questions about the material we presented here today. And with all that, 